Are we hot? We have a hot mic now. Good. Yes, we do. Good. I probably smell like horse right now. Yeah, probably. You were at horse, a horse stable, all man. Over me. I don't want one single horse hair on. Are you kidding I'm gonna me? I'm going to leave it all over this house. Are you kidding me? You're going to wake up tomorrow and be like, what is this? Like? You're just giving extra work for Jimmy, man. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy's been demoted to the, the house cleaner. Poor guy. Yeah. Poor dude. One week he's on top of the world. The next week he's we, find, we find something wrong with his, we his gotta work. Get a little bell. <laughs> Speaking of house cleaning, I want to throw this out there real quick. Because this, sounds, this might sound a little bougie, but I, this is really quick. So I started, I don't know if I told you about this, but I started getting my laundry done through an app called Sudshare. Hmm. And they come to your house, pick up your laundry, take it, clean it, fold it, press it, bring it back within 24 hours. It's a dollar a pound. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. How many pounds are you giving them? Well, I'm only, it's only my laundry. So being a man, I have an agreement because I was so bad for so many years because she would do my laundry and I just let it pile up and never put it away. Did you just buy extra clothes when the time was? Yeah, I got to that point. Yeah. So we have an agreement now that, and it's been going really well that I'll do my own. I do my own laundry. She, I help put the, the girls away and help with that, but I just do my own, my own laundry. Wow. But. So she, really, you're not she, doing your own laundry. You're having someone else well, do now it. Now I'm not. We it, just found this like yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You have to let me know how it's going. Unbelievable. A month from now. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Is it? It's about thirty. It's about thirty bucks a pop, but twice a month. Will they? Uh, you said fold their. Your I'm clothes? telling you, yeah. this is like this is like if you had a a maid like living maid for like thirty years that knew like exactly how you wanted it. Like folded perfectly, like scented right, because you got to put in all your details. Nice. I'm telling you, it's like a it's a slam dunk. What's the name of the company? Sudshare. Sudshare. I'll show you the app later. Yeah. Hey, Sudshare, we're looking for a new sponsor. Sh- shout out, Sudshare. You guys are you guys are changing my life for the better, dude. You are just a walking advertisement for these companies. What? They should be uh, reaching out to you, thanking you. Well, I only like I only use stuff I like. You know. Yeah. What I mean? like, well, for sure, that's I, how it should be. I only. Put effort like I only do stuff that's I I'm legitimately like this is this is fantastic. For Why me. back a brand that you don't fully believe in? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, kick things off. Welcome back all to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I am your co-host slash host slash media production guy slash janitor slash whatever Cole tells me to do, and we've got. Of course, Mr. Cole Hazenfield. Hey, thank you. I'm your <laughs> co-host, Cole Hazenfield. So, Cole, I wanted to dive back into the topic of health, mm-hmm. but this time I want to stay more so focused on like physical health and nutrition. I know last time we talked about uh, mental health, which was really uh, nice to kind of open up to the audience. And then we both shared our thoughts on uh, anxiety, uh, fight or flight. But again, this time around, I want us to stay a little bit more focused on the physical side as well as kind of the food that we choose to put into our bodies and just overall thoughts around nutrition. Yeah. So I like, I like that. Uh, I think we mentioned we were going to go into this this week uh, for this episode. And I think it's a big part, you know, you break the, the health, your health down and you've got your mental, you got your physical and then 
a lot of people get your spiritual, but today we're going to talk about physical, right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, it'd be kind of neat, Hayden, if we broke it down into kind of two segments. Sure. Um, one being based around like nutrition, like I, you know, like some some things that we've learned, some things that we practice, maybe some stuff we've heard, uh, based around like what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, drinking that sort of thing, and then also like on the physical side of exercise, mm-hmm. like exercise routines, routines that you found that work, different workout stuff like that. So I think there's kind of two facets that we could we could get into. For sure. Let's go ahead and rip off that Band-Aid, bro. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so uh, I can get started if you can. You tell me. Fire away, man. All right. So well, I've got something that's top of mind. Um, so recently, we've I've done this before in the past, Hayden. I've done a uh, – it's what's called – I did it about two years ago. My wife and I were like, we want to do a reset. Mm-hmm. So a reset of our, our our body, right? So what we're putting into it, like kind of just like flush out the inflammatory foods, the inflammatory stuff, the sugar, kind of get our body back back to the right balance. Mm-hmm. So we did what was called a, uh, a 30-day healthy living challenge, which was really cool. We actually have a, uh, a friend of ours that is a – she's a, a – Dietitian? Yeah, yeah. She's just like – her and her husband, Heath, actually, she's Heath, uh, Heath's, uh, her husband. Shout out to Heath. Heath, shout out Heath, who runs. Um, so she actually was like, she works for a company called Arbon, and she's like, she talked to us about it, and she's done it, the program before, and she's very, very nutritionally sound and, and just, you I mean, very, you know, very good shape and just very good about that stuff. So we're like, okay, like, we'll try it. So we did 30 days, and it, it was a, a program that was, Basically, two meal replacements a day. So you've got two vegan protein shakes a day, breakfast and for lunch. Then you're not allowed to eat like any any simple carbs. You can have complex carbs, like a little bit, like here and there. Um, no added sugar, no added caffeine. Uh, there was just like you know red meat once a week, a lot of lean protein. So it's 30 days to basically get your body. Like reset, get get your your metabolism back up and running, your digestive system and track, you know, on, on track. So I recently, I'm doing after doing that full program, you got to buy a full kit. Mm-hmm. So you've got your protein powder, then you've got your fiber powder you put in your protein shakes, and you've got your dot your um, probiotics that you put in. So you've got this huge kit. So I was like, I don't, I'm not really going to commit to buying this huge kit. We got we bought some more protein powder, so I'm like, I want to do my own version of it that's not as extreme mm-hmm. um, but something that you know going into the summer and just getting kind of just doing a, a little bit of a reset so I recently started doing uh, my own version that I think can can last longer term of of a reset which is you know the vegan protein shakes the no added sugar limiting myself to you know one drink one caffeine drink a day with no sugar in it so it's like really it's just a black coffee. Um, drinking more water and then not having, you know, not eating a bunch of simple carbs, which we can get into like what simple carbs are versus complex carbs. Um, but, and then like, you know, lean proteins, protein adders, like nuts, almonds, um, you know, almond butter, stuff like that. You can eat a lot of good healthy stuff that is also like a lot of good tasting stuff that is very healthy for you. So that's what I'm, I'm doing recently. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to share. I love it. I will uh, piggyback on to some of that. I think the the first thing that I want to share with anyone listening is everyone's nutrition journey is different, and there's millions of different 
diets out there. Oh, yeah. And there's probably a new one every day. I would caution people to not jump on the latest trend. However, it can be tempting at times. I know there's really good marketing out there that can tell you that this is the best diet ever, you know, breaking news. No one's discovered this. Like if it sounds too good to be true, you know, more times than not, it's probably something that's not going to be good for your body. At least it's not sustainable or or healthy. So want to at least acknowledge, uh, you know, people recognizing that there are many, many diets out there, but there's probably, uh, only, you know, a few that, uh, are actually sustainable and truly healthy uh, for humans. The other thing to recognize is each human being um, has a different uh, biological uh, or chemical makeup. Mm. Um, And and I don't even know all all the details that go into that, but that's where, yeah, you do speak with like a dietitian or you just do some online homework or research. Um, So I wanted to kind of just preface things with that before kind of sharing my current um, you know, nutrition plan. Um, but before I get into those details, I kind of want to bring people along on this journey of like where I started out and kind of where I am today. Um, I'm sure there's very few people that really care, but I'm going to go ahead no, and dive into it. Don't say that. Cause I, I think, you know, as you get into that, I want to just reiterate those points you made before you jump into that. Cause I think that story's pretty awesome. I mean, it's some of the stuff I'm even, I'm even picking up now, is just things that I, you know, you've rubbed off on me from mm-hmm. just from the time like we got back together a couple months ago and, and it kind of rekindled our friendship and this partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, A, your point about, I really love the point about like the diet stuff, like those fads and those diets that are out there. Because I think the biggest thing, and even when I said, you know, we're doing, I'm doing my own version of this 30 day, this reset, I'm doing that because I know what's, like that first that 30 I want something that's like sustainable mm-hmm. and that's what's good for me yep. right and a lot of those diets and stuff that are out there like yeah great go lose your weight in 6 months but if if it's not teaching you like how to practice like ha- healthy habits and healthy eating habits if it's just like or, great yeah you can get three meals a day sent to you in the mail that's great but is it are you learning like what's nutritious what's not nutritious what's good what's not good because if you're not learning that then it, then once you decide, hey, I, I can do it on my own, you really haven't gotten anywhere. I mean, you might have lost some weight, but I think that's just a really good point to make is that it's 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 really like anything else. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I just want to like you know reaffirm that point that there's like there's no right or wrong way to and I think the diet the word diet is there a, might be a right or wrong way though. Well, but I'm, <laughs> I know I'm not for everybody. Right, what what's good for the goose is not always good for the gander. What's good for you, for your nutrition, might be different for me. Right, to an ex- that, to an extent, valid. Yeah. To an extent, yeah. To an extent, like you, you're you're training for a marathon, so you're how many how many calories are you eating and putting in your right. body? Right. For your diet, right? No, I I, but I, I got gotcha. me. That's not running ten miles a yeah. day. But I I guess where I'm coming from is I'm sure I don't know one off the top of my head, but. And I probably shouldn't say this then if I don't have an example, but I'm going to anyways. There's probably a diet that exists out there or did 
that people preached was amazing, but it's bad no matter right. who you are. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's where I'm like, <laughs> like, it was just bad across the board. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you shouldn't eat for 24 hours. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you can, but like, right. there's a lot that you can pick apart with that. <laughs> You're like, there's one out there that, like, it was just, it was bad across, across the board. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with that. Uh, so I, I want to hear your story because I think it's, sounds really, really, uh, intriguing and interesting because i know you know a lot about not only nutrition but like just the stuff you put in your body you've made a lot of deliberate choices yeah um and created habits so kind of we break it down for us yeah so i think uh where i first started which i think a lot of people can relate to this when you're young you don't think much about food you know when you're hungry you just put whatever into your body um and you want you know some type of variety because uh, you don't want to be eating the same thing over and over again, or at least I guess that's my experience growing up. You know, if I was hungry, I'm going to go into the pantry and grab uh, a Pop-Tart or a little Chewy bar. Um, but over the years, I started to look into, okay, how is this food benefiting my body? Like, am I noticing any different types of one mood swings or increases or decreases in energy based on like what I am eating throughout the day. Um, so again, that's kind of like where I started out for like the first, I'd say 18 ish years or so of my life. Um, and I guess really the, the first couple of years, mom and dad were the ones taking care of me. So right, I can't really right. say what I was putting into my body. I'd like to think that they, uh, were putting the right, uh, formula, um, into my, my diet. But anyhow, um, you know, growing up, I, I think again, it was always, I need something to eat cause I'm just hungry. Uh, I know I'm kind of just repeating myself there, but the go-to was, oh, I'm going to go have a bowl of cereal in the morning and then head off to school. But the time at like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, you know, it, it varied rolled around. I would start to get like a sugar crash or a low. Right. You start getting tired. Yeah. And it's because not fully, but I was loading up on sugar. If it was, yeah, uh, these really high uh, sugar-filled cereals, you know, you got Captain Crunch, you got Lucky Charms. Dude, how good is Reese's Puffs? Reese's Puffs Puffs are so good, Right, the amount of sugar is, like, astronomical. Exactly. So, like, learning that, you know, dumping a whole bunch of sugar into your body is not very good. Um, You got to know when to put sugar into your body and you don't want to put too much added sugar into your diet as well. Um, But sticking on this specific example, like, yeah, I would get very tired around nine or 10 AM. And that's because, yeah, I was putting all this sugar into my body. And then I started to realize like there are better foods to be putting into my system to kind of help me not have that crash. Um, and again, it really started with watching how much sugar that I was putting into my body in a given day. Um, so that's kind of like the first thing that I kind of keyed in on, um, is the amount of sugar content. Uh, go ahead. It looked like well, you're about to jump I, in. I know. I have a question for you. Yeah. Because you're, you're so like you're in your first phase was the sugar, right? Yeah. So for our listeners and for, for me, I, I'm still learning about like added sugar versus like what's like already got sugar? Like what's the, like how did you, you know what I mean? Like what did you? Yeah, that's a good question and I'm not going to act like I know. <laughs> I mean, I, my understanding of added sugar means that it's sugar that is 
maybe not necessarily natural and it's added to whatever you're consuming. I could be completely wrong. Maybe it is also natural sugar, but it's it's not part. It's not part of that food. Like it's yeah. been, it's been added in as an additive, right? Like high fructose corn syrup, right? Like in everything, right? 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 Like strawberries, like your fruits. Those all have natural that, that, sugar. That was going to be my next question: Is how did you like what kind of fruit foods would you say have like the good sugar? Right, the stuff that's already like included sugars. You still want to watch that, but you're saying like fruits and stuff like that. Right. Well, first off, sugar is good. Now it's going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. Sugar helps you have energy. You just don't want to have too much sugar because it's going to make your your brain and your system just like crash. Right, right. Um, so yeah, going back to your your question there, like what what fruits are good or have healthy amount of sugar? Again, this is more so opinion, but your your oranges, your apples, your bananas, like those are all good fruits to consume um, because they have just natural sugar. Right, right. Now you want to probably stay away from like some of those more and I'm still sticking to like the morning regimen or mm-hmm. breakfast types of food. You want to stay away from probably and again this is going to be debatable but like foods such as um again pop tarts, stay away from those <laughs> even like, though they claim that they're the strawberry filled or something like right. that or blueberry filled like yeah, the that's not completely accurate. <laughs> Lots of added sugar there. Um, toaster strudels, definitely stay away from those. But again, the reason why I'm saying stay away from those, because like I'm choosing to live a lifestyle that I want to live. Someone else might be fine with consuming those foods. So I guess another thing that I should have started with is it depends on like what you're doing. As you mentioned, like I like to be um, very active. I'm running a lot. So like I have to replenish my body with the right foods. If someone's not, you know, living that type of lifestyle, it might be all right to eat some of those foods, at least from time to time. Right, so not, I'm like, not on a regular that. basis though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to also call out, I guess it really just depends on the lifestyle that you're living um, because that can also determine the volume of food you're eating. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, with me running, you know, I need to make sure that I am putting all the calories that I just burnt off in a long run back into my system. Um, or I'll end up most likely losing weight, right? Losing muscle. Like- yeah. And that too. Uh, so it's important to kind of make sure that I'm not at a Caloric deficit, I believe is the fancy way of saying that. <laughs> Less fancy. I need to make sure that I am at least replenishing with the same amount of calories, if not more. And that's where I guess people like count their macros and I don't even, I, I don't do that and I don't know enough about it. Right, neither, neither do I. But um, the, the point being like, if you're trying to lose weight, I, I guess like the old saying is like, try to ballpark how many calories you're you're consuming because if you're consuming, um, I, I think the daily average- 2,000. Yeah, for for a female, I think no, it's it's like two thousand or twenty five hundred for for men and female. I thought it varied. I don't, and know. I'm sure there's for, different ranges they, yeah. based on your size and your height. But I think no, a female technically has a little bit different versus a male. Okay, okay, biologically speaking. But right. anyhow, yeah, let let's just go with two thousand calories. Right. Like if you're trying to lose a little bit of weight, you probably want to maybe cut down a little bit. I I mean I'm no doctor, dietitian. Um, but I think it's important to maybe cut 
back a little bit for sure on, on those calories, but also recognizing that not all calories are equal. Um, boom, like eating, you know, a bowl of cereal is not going to be as nutritious as eating, you know, eggs and a banana. Um, so recognizing that, you know, not all foods are equal. Well, your body uh, processes it different. Well, that, that too. Your body processes that stuff differently. Like it, it's going to have different levels of, of how your, how your body digests it, where it uses that stuff, like right processed foods. Your body's not digesting a lot of the stuff that's extra, like processed and use a lot of preservatives. Mm-hmm. Your body's not, your digestive system is not equipped to deal with all that extra stuff, right? Yeah. So it's going, and this is the way I've understood it. It's just to add on to that. It's like taking a, you know, taking a big ball and shaking it up mm-hmm. and then going, okay, now reach in there blind and figure out what you need. Like you might be able to pick a couple of the stuff out, but a lot of the stuff that you actually do need, you won't find. Right. And you're just flushing out of your body. Mm-hmm. So when you eat the right stuff, your body's able to go, okay, there's your vitamin, there's my vitamin B, there's my vitamin C, there's my pro you know, my protein, there's there's this, and your body can digest it better and use it better. So just to that point, I think you're spot on. It's like it, not all calories are created equal, but also not all foods are created equal, and your body's gonna react to them differently. Totally. Yeah, well said. Um, and again, going back to it depends on like what your lifestyle is if you know, if you're a person like me that's running on average, let's say 30 miles a week, like I'm going to be eating a lot more food probably than someone that's, you know, more so sedentary, um, or not, you know, physically active or as active. Um, so yeah, just again, recognizing like where you are, uh, in your life with, you know, what activities am I doing on a weekly basis? You know, what do I want to do? Am I trying to lose weight? Am I trying to gain muscle? That will kind of determine, um, the types of food that you're putting into, uh, your, your weekly meals, um, how often you want to be eating. So there's definitely a lot of variables, I I guess is what I'm getting at that kind of help determine like where you want to go. So what's your take on like healthy intake of protein? Cause I know there's like a lot of like mixed, like mixed opinions about this, right? Like have a lot of protein. I have don't have a lot of protein. Right. You know, and I, so my question would be on like that and then meal planning. Like what's your, what's your take on meal planning? Like, do you meal plan? So I would love to get into meal planning. I have not consistently, uh, done so. Uh, I mean, I've tried it for, uh, a couple uh, of periods of time, but I would like to get back into that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to speak on, on that, but I think it's, yeah, definitely something, uh, worth doing. I've uh, tried it too. Yeah. Now the, the biggest downside to that, that people say is like, you're prepping this meal and let's say, you know, something pops up where you end up like eating out and like, sometimes you could end up wasting the food or like you get tired if it's the same meal right. over and over again, which again, those kind of like excuses, but the same time they're kind of valid ones right yeah so yeah i think meal prepping is is fine um what was the other question i don't remember uh, i was just thinking i don't meal prep either i yeah. was like yeah <laughs> we were both saying, i do know i do know this i did read this article that said meal pre- like if you're gonna like the the perfect meal mm-hmm. and i read a lot of these like I, I try to educate myself i don't always practice it but i try to educate myself and the perfect meal contains like a sugar, like a some type of sugar, but like and not an added sugar, like something for energy, right? Yep. 
um, a, a complex carbohydrate, right? Mm-hmm. And a protein. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Natural gain carbs are like sh- converted into sugar, so it's a it's a complex carbohydrate. It's a some type of of like natural grain, and then a protein. And if you have those three. Like in your food, whatever you're eating, like that's like a well balanced meal. Sure. And so I, I I read this article, then I'm thinking to myself, you mentioned earlier how like uh, you were talking about how your parents were like prepare your when you're younger, your parents prepared your food. And my wife the other day goes, we were talking about like eating healthier and stuff. She goes, and I was like, well, she said something about Ava, and she's like, I was like, you realize Ava eats healthier than both of us because we make all her meals. Like we'll make sure that she has like a vegetable, like a fruit. And like something else for every single meal, and like we're we're just like okay, who wants Chipotle? Or like, what do we want to get burgers for tonight? Right. But Ava, out of everyone in our house, like whenever we make her food, she's the one that's got the most balanced. Like, no wonder she's like, I'm always energetic. I'm like, she's got the most balanced diet out of all of <laughs> us because we're force feeding her like vegetables, fruits, and she doesn't always like it. Sure, but. Anyways, I digress. I remember the other part of your question. You were talking about my thoughts on uh, protein and how much to consume. At least I think that's what. Yeah, it was. just like I feel. So it's a question I like. I've asked my. I've asked is like, what's the right amount of protein, and like, what's your opinion on? I I don't know if you do you take like protein, like do protein drinks, and do you have a favorite? Yeah. So I mean, to answer that question, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, again, each, what's your opinion though? Yeah. You know, I know I, I, I do take protein or yeah. Um, I don't do it every day. Okay. Uh, I take typically whey protein. Um, and sometimes it's also plant-based again. I don't know all the details. I guess I am somewhat, uh, hypocritical here kind of jumping onto like a later trend around plant-based and again, there's pros and cons probably right. to the plant-based uh, diet or protein. Um, but yeah, I would say that on a daily basis, on average, I'm consuming probably half my body weight in ounces in protein, if that makes sense. So to do simple math, let's say I weighed 100 pounds, which I don't weigh 100 pounds, I would be consuming like 50 You're ounces. You're definitely a buck 65. Of, <laughs> that's probably a pretty good guess, but I, I think I'm I'm a little bit more than that. Yeah. You're, you're a lean protein yourself. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. Yeah. So you're about you're you're consuming like so you're saying like if you were 100 pounds, 50 ounces. Of Correct. 50. Yeah, 50 50 ounces of, of protein. protein. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also for your lifestyle too. Correct. Like yeah. you're trying, you're running so much. You, you want to make sure you're replenishing that and building the muscle, not losing. Right. Right. Okay. I, and I, yeah, I'm not going to go out and act like I know how much to tell someone that's not as active. Um, I think again, you got to kind of play around with your diet too, to see how your body reacts. Like again, your, your mood, how are you feeling? And then you can really start to hone in, like try having a food diary for like even 48 hours track everything that you're putting into your body you know recognize how am i feeling am i tired am i angry am i moody you know things like that what did i eat today did i have a bowl of cereal or did i end up making scrambled eggs did i end up eating potato chips or you know did i end up snacking on almonds or walnuts right things like that i did do a a FODS, FODS map. There was this map I did. You can look up... Uh, I have to remember what it was called. 
But I think to that point, what I did for a while is because I, I, I got to the point I used to know like what to eat, right? Like I used to know like what was healthy, like innately. Just back in high school and even starting college, and you know, I I just knew like okay, what was healthy? What was, I didn't have to think about it. Yep. Then I got in this like period of just like not thinking, like eating anything and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 just getting things when I was on the go. And then I I got into that period of like there was a gray area, like okay, this might be healthy or this is healthy enough, right? And that's not that says bad or good, but you know this. Oh, this is a nutrient bar; it must be healthy. This is a Nature Valley bar; it must be healthy because Nature Valley is healthy, right? That right. sort of thing. And um, what I did about two, when I did that thirty days, it actually went online. And it was called like a FODS map. I have to look. At, I think that's the name of it. But it was a pyramid, and it had different like it wasn't a food group thing. It was like a pyramid with different snacks you can mm-hmm. eat that are healthy yep right here's your proteins here's your here's your carbs here's fruits and all this stuff and i literally like, took a picture on my phone and i put it as my background for mm. like two weeks so nice. i look at my phone yeah and I'm like okay this this i can i can have this all right and so i it made it an easy way to remember like what was healthy that i could grab what was not healthy mm-hmm. which helped me like I had to relearn what I what you could and couldn't eat, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I was, I'm so busy that I don't have the pleasure, the the luxury of of just having these meals every single day. When you're in high school and even in college, when you don't have kids, you don't have a full job, you can okay. I'm gonna go have this every single day. I'm gonna go have this every single day. You start forgetting what what is actually like. So I, I would suggest like you can even do Google searches like 20 good snack, 20 healthy snacks, and like take a picture of it. And then save it as your background, or print it, print it out, put it on your wall. Make it super easy to not have to be a genius to eat healthy. Dude, that's an awesome recommendation for sure. That just helps reinforce like what you want to, yeah, put into your your body. Well, and and, and two, even at that point, following up on that is you've you've made a, a good point of mentioning how important it is that everybody's body's different, right? Mm-hmm. Every, your your needs are different than my needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is, there's definitely a diet out there that sucks for everybody. Yep. I agree yeah. with that. Right. There's one out there, probably a few. Um, but what you, what I could, I would say to our listeners, what you can do is, is, is let's, let's be real with ourselves. When you eat something that's good for you, you feel good. Mm-hmm. Your body processes it. Right. Mm-hmm. You feel more energetic. Mm-hmm. When you eat something that's shitty for you, you feel shitty. Yep. Okay. You go to Skyline and you pound a four way with two cheese conies and you drink a Diet Coke or a Coke. You're going to feel like I want to go pass out and die because your body's like, I don't care who you That's are. That's what I ate before my last marathon run. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying it's every single time. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm saying like you feel different. Yep. Then if you go have, you know, sit at home and you make a turkey burger with roasted vegetables. Your body's turkey burgers, lean meat, protein, vegetables are are, are unprocessed. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, I think there's those are easy. Like, let's be real with ourselves, listeners, and I'm be I'm real with myself. Like, you know, when you eat something that's good for you, you know. Also, something I just I did not dawned on me. I was I I, I was buying all these protein bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going on a tangent. Then I want to then we can kind of get into like workouts and stuff, but. There, it is so easy to th- convince yourself that a little protein bar 
or a Nature Valley bar or a granola bar are like healthy for you or healthy snacks, but they're not. Let's not kid ourselves. Protein bars are 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 in place primarily. Most protein bars are there to be a meal replacement. They're not there to be a snack in between meals. Like they're there because they have sugar in them. They've got carbohydrates. They've got uh, protein. Like they've got you know they got a little bar that's packed with. 400 calories and, and 30 grams of protein. Okay. You don't need to, like, if you're eating that, if you're trying to lose weight, let's say you're going, oh, I'm going to lose weight. So I need more protein. Well, that, that's a that's a meal replacement. That's not a half five of these a day because they're healthy. So I, it's just something I've picked up on too because I used to, I would always grab protein bars or grab this or that. And I didn't realize that, like, those are great in certain circumstances, but little things like that can really, da- like, really dampen or, or hinder any nutritional goals you have because you're, it's easy. It's tough not to think about for sure. Yeah. I think if you were to summarize what Cole and I have talked about over the last 20 or so minutes, each person needs to understand what diet is right for them, what they should be putting into their body. There are some, uh, consistencies across the board though, watching the amount of sugar you're probably putting into your body, uh, trying to remove a lot of that added sugar, as we mentioned. Um, another thing which I didn't really get into, I think sodium is also something to keep an eye on. Um, but you could also, you know, have someone out there that's telling you that sodium is not that big of a deal. Again, there's always going to be uh, people out there debating things. And one other thing that I'll leave uh, people with before we jump into like more of the uh, activity or physical fitness side of things is real food typically has a shorter shelf life. Uh, so kind of keep that in mind. If it's not that healthy, like if, if the food that you have inside your house has a really long shelf life, it's probably <laughs> not that healthy. Right. Or at least it's not, let me backtrack. It doesn't have that many, uh, nutrients. It's not, uh, what's, what am I looking for here? Uh, Nutrient dense, I guess, oh, right. is the it's, buzzword. Right, and it's also got a lot of preservatives, right? Yeah, exactly. So just something to keep in mind. That's a really good tip, actually. That's a really that's a really good point. Yeah. So the other thing that we wanted to touch on, and I think these things, uh, not think, I know they go uh, hand in hand. There's a strong correlation is not only is it good to kind of understand what the right diet is uh, for yourself, but... What's the amount of physical activity that I should be doing? Is that important? Because not everything um, is solely around the amount of food you eat or what kind of food you eat, but also like what you're doing throughout a given day or a given week. Um, and at the same time, it's not all about you know working out. Uh, you got to make sure that you're putting the right food back into your system to, to refuel. So I'll kind of kick things off here, Cole, in terms of like, where are you in your uh, physical fitness journey? Like, I know you were a big um, football star back oh, in high school. Uh, you were definitely probably working out. I'd say what even two times a day. Uh, and like, yeah. like how did Hours you get? How did you get into uh, weightlifting? Um, like, any uh, tips that you would give to anyone that's 
you know, not sure about what I should be doing to start or like, yeah, if they just really don't know what to do, if they go into like a gym, any just personal opinions or advice that you'd give someone? Well, first of all, I'd say I was in a lot better shape. I'm getting back there. I'm on, I'm on a mission. Um, so I'm on a revenge tour to get back into better shape. Making it, I'm making it there. I'm making it there. But, um, no, I would say that, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about it or if you are spending time in the gym or, or just trying to go, okay, like how do I balance my time? You know, you gotta, you gotta realize what part of your life you're in. So when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, even 20, even up to the time I was like 21, mm-hmm. I, I had all that time. Right. Yep. So my, my mission, right. My goal, I, I didn't have a full-time job. Yep. I was, I was a high school student at first. Yep. Um, I was trained to play college football, ended up tearing my hamstring my senior year and, and didn't end up doing that. Also, told you we were going to be talking about hammies, also, by the way. <laughs> yeah, dude, I tore my, I tore it in half. Um, but really it, I, at that time of my life, time literally wasn't an issue, right? Mm-hmm. I had, I'd get off school or I'd get off out of class and I'd have two, two and a half hours. I had the rest of the day to kill. Mm-hmm. So I could spend two or two and a half hours. So I could take my sweet time, right? So I could go, okay, I'm going to hit 17 back workouts. I'm going to hit five, you know, five shoulder workouts. I'm going to do, I'm going to work on my forearms. I'm going to, then I'm going to hit, you know, a light bicep workout because I know I'm going to hit those hard. You could, I could plan all that stuff out, right? Yeah. And I could have individual days for certain muscle groups. So what I'd always do is I'd say, okay, today is going to be shoulders and back, right? So I'm going to hit shoulder, shoulders and, and, and upper back really hard. Then I'm going to do a little bit of core to balance me out. I might do a light jog just to get my blood pumping. But I'd always make sure to hit a couple big muscle groups hard. So if if you're thinking about if you're in high school or college and you got the time, that's the way I would do it, 100%. Also with that, if you're new to working out, I would go either go up to the biggest guy in the gym and ask him what he's doing, or not even the biggest guy, like somebody that you that looks like they're in, in shape and they know their way around it. Go up and ask him, like, "Hey, can you can you show me some workouts if you're new to it?" Like, there's no harm in that. We, I, that's what the, you know. People like to help people. Like, don't be shy. Um, you can also go to like a local gym and and say and sign up for one you know, a, a personal trainer and do like a one session with them. Spend the sixty or fifty or sixty dollars. And they'll go through like a full workout with you. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to learn new workouts and learn how to get into it, that is the best way to do it. Like, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Figure out like what, you know, go have somebody help you do that. You can look stuff up. You can watch some videos on YouTube. Um, the biggest thing is when you're starting off, if you're starting off and getting into it, is like don't try to be a superhero. Don't try to go lift, be the biggest, baddest lifter in the room. Yep. Um, remember that form and repetition is going to be one of your best friends when you start off. It's not about the heavy weights. It's about the form you've got. Because if you're doing curls and you're not doing the right form, you're not going to build big biceps. If you're doing shoulder presses and you're not doing the right shoulder press form, you're going to hurt your shoulders, probably hurt your labrum, and, and mess yourself up. If you're doing tricep extensions and you're not going all the way down, you might as well just be wasting your time. So there's certain things like that, right, that, that you can learn – and then you just got to practice, and it's repetition, and it's repeating. But if you're early in your career, if early early on in your journey to like weightlifting, because that's what I know about, um, that's what I would suggest doing is finding somebody that uh, maybe knows 
a little bit about it, watching some YouTube videos, starting off slow. You don't don't go in there and try to be a superhero because if you're just getting into weightlifting, it's it's going to be very uh, a very tough process to build up your base. Uh, second thing uh, to that point is don't expect to build a base up quickly. Most people, there are some exceptions out there, uh, can build muscle really quickly and look like they've been working out every day of their life. Steroids? Yeah, steroids. I mean, we've all met those people, right? You're like, you're like, hey, what's your gym routine? I don't work out. You're like, you, you've got to be kidding me. Like, like you're, you, you're that in shape. There are, there's like one in five million. Yeah, okay? there's anomalies. There are anomalies there. like that. But for the most part, you see somebody that's in great shape. It's because they've been working out for six, 12, 18 months, two years, they con- consistently five days, four or five days a week. So understand when you're getting into weightlifting and getting into that, that journey, it's going to take time. And if you're comparing yourself in the mirror every single day, you're going to get really, really upset. You got to take it a, like a week or a month at a time. How am I going to, here's what I look like at the beginning. And it, it depends on what goal you have. If you got a goal just to get in better shape, right? You might have a goal because you need to, you know, there's, there's different reasons why you get into it. For the most part, I think people exercise because they want to look good and they look good and feel good. Look good and feel good. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest reason. I think so, uh, that's, that's at the beginning of your journey. Um, where I'm at in my journey right now is not in that two, two and a half hours a day time. I used to be there right now. I actually talked, talk, I told you the other night, uh, you know, I'm at this time where I got to just make any time to make it work. Right. Yep. And so how do you, how do you go through that stage of life with exercising and working out where you're like, I have, I, I, you know, you can't compare yourself though. You can't compare your time. Like I'm like, oh, I used to work out for two hours. I don't have two hours workout, nor do I want to work out for two hours. Right. Right. I mean, if I'm like, I, nor do I want to go sit at the gym for two and a half hours. I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't have the time, nor do I have that the patience. So, how do I? How do I get to routine? Well, I tried to say, okay, I'm going to go four days a week at these times, and. I was ne- I just couldn't do it, right? Because something comes up, you got to make a meeting, you got to go pick up a kid, you got to, you got, you know, whatever it is, and then you start losing, right? Okay, you set this goal for these times, four days a week, and you've missed three of the four. It's like, well, I suck. Like, I must not want to work out. I must not be motivated. We've talked about that. I must not be motivated. And I told, uh, so I, I, I say that because understanding where you're at in your life, like. You don't have to be a, a hero. You can go and say, okay, I need to... It makes me feel good. I want to get in a routine. I'm not going to overanalyze it. I'm not going to overcomplicate it. Okay, I got I got 30 minutes time, you know, here to do it. I, I can get up a little bit earlier and go. I can go later at night. I can make it work when I can make it work. And so what I'm doing now is I'm saying I want to get, I want to, get to an exercise gym. Like, I'm not saying gym. I want to get exercise that's intentional, not just... For me, it's not just going on a hike's great, going outside's great, but four days a week of an intentional exercise. Yep. For me, whether it's a jog, whether it's going to lift weights, whether it's doing the parkour course at uh, Woodland Mounds is sweet. Nice. I mean, have you done that? No. Yeah, they've got like these like agility courses. They've got stairs courses. They've got like three pull-up sections all in the woods. And they've got uh, like a big loop. They've got monkey bars. They've got... There's gymnastic rings. It's really cool. So 
anyways, you got me, you got me rolling. But my goal right now is four days a week of exercise. Hopefully, I covered what you were asking me there. Well, there was no right or wrong answer, and I think that was a very well-rounded answer. I appreciate uh, everything that you shared there. Lots of good advice too. I think two things that stuck out. Just to reinforce your points here to anyone listening is one, it takes time in recognizing that up front. And two, be willing to ask for help, you know, learn from others and just piggybacking onto that. Like if someone came up to to me, you know, that would be kind of rewarding. Um, I mean, I don't want to talk like I got a big head because I'm nowhere near where I, I want to be. But yeah, if someone came up to me and said, hey, like, can you share some tips? Like, that would be very, you know, Absolutely. Re- rewarding. So yeah, certainly don't be afraid. I mean, you can't be afraid, but like, go up and try to ask someone like, hey, like, I respect like, you know, I've seen you in the gym a couple of times. Uh, you know, you're, you're really fit. Like, give them a compliment, whether it's a guy or a girl. Um, like, can you give me some advice? Like, more times than not, people are going to appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, so I really like that you called that out. Well, they're going to appreciate it because of, you know, like, look at you, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know how much time you're putting into your, your craft, right? Yeah. Your, your fitness routine. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be wrecked. There's nothing big-headed about that. Right. Like, yeah, I'm putting a lot of time and effort into this. Right. You're damn right it feels good to be told, like, yeah, I'm the guy that people are coming to. So... People don't mind that. It's 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 a it's just something that don't be shy. Yeah, a little extra self validation is yeah. nice here and there. Yeah. <laughs> I um, did. I asked you the other day. I said like, I was like, when I say I want to go over a marathon, you said try for a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you. I told you point blank, man. Like I I love your enthusiasm. I love where your your that mind's at. But like maybe you start here before you try to go there. <laughs> but hey, I'm not saying that you couldn't do it. I just I I, I think it would be. Yeah, I, I don't know. Speaking you, to the real, it's realism. Speaking to like, it doesn't matter if you're a freak athlete or not. I mean, you've trained you get humbled very quickly yeah yeah <laughs> and i've been and just to to kind of randomly go off here on a, a little bit of a, a tangent like running is awesome uh because and there's a lot that you could pick apart where running is not great but running will humble you because no matter how good your run was last time you got to go back out and do it again and like it's it's you versus you like it's one foot after the other like you can have some really shitty runs or at least I, I've had some crappy runs, but like just knowing that like I'm here for the journey, like this is going to be worth it. Um, in the end, uh, the end would be, you know, some of the bigger races that I do. And at the same time, like I do get a runner's high, like it feels good to say that I went out and ran X amount of miles. And by the way, I am not only running for those people that think that, Oh, all he does is run. Like people get all like, you know, uh, bent out of shape. Like, Oh, he just runs. Like he's, he doesn't lift weights. Like, no, I actually do both. I guess you could call it cross training, I guess not CrossFit, but cross training. I was going to actually bring that up. Like I almost jumped in. I was like, let me let you finish because that's something that I didn't know that you had to do when you were like one of the, I just never, cause I've never tried to run marathons or run long distances. Yeah. It's never occurred to me. That you had to cross train to do that. I mean, you don't have to, but I enjoy. It's pretty. It's pretty. From what I've read, it's pretty critical, though, right? I mean, well, yeah, right. If you want to be halfway decent or have a halfway decent time, but there are certainly people out there that probably don't necessarily 
do the lifting weights portion right. of things. Why do you do that? Well, one, I want to look good, and right. I, it also feels good too to li- to lift weights. Um, and yeah, no, it, it it helps performance too. Like having a strong core is going to help with those long distance runs versus you know not having a very strong core. Right. Um, and even uh, and this is something that I'm currently working on. It's been a little bit of a weakness. Is my lower body your hammies yeah my hammies man my hammies and my quads so kind of working on uh my lower body uh stretching um and also strengthening my my feet and my ankles working on stuff like that 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 goes a long way um so yeah how did you so speaking about like your so for those, those of you that don't know we talk about hayden training what how many marathons have you done now uh, I've only officially done one, one so I'm not going to act like I'm a big time runner. Well, you're, you're in, I mean, who, what's a, what's a big time runner? Just cause Valid. Been, I'm backtracking now. Yeah. yeah. I, I shouldn't downplay it. Yeah. yeah. You've done a marathon and, right. and like you're, you're kind of hooked on it. Right. I mean, you'd like you, right. You're competing against yourself. You want to be have a better time next time. Right. And you've come dude, I know. Trust me. I, even from being around you for the past couple of months, I'm like, holy smokes, man, this dude is dedicated. So I guess. Um, asking, you know, what is kind of your routine? Like, do you have a set routine? Is Do you do what feels good? Like, and what are you striving for? Like, how, how did you, how did you get into this? Yeah, I think each person has their own, uh, personal goals or what motivates and drives them. Right. Um, I'm not gonna share all those details, but I mean, one, I have just always enjoyed uh, living an active lifestyle. I think it just helps with your overall uh, mental health and physical health. Um, So just staying active has been always important to me. Um, And and two, I wanted to kind of take on something that I wasn't so great at doing, being running. Like I know I've mentioned this on a previous uh, episode, but I only picked up running probably, I'd say, three, maybe four years ago. And if you were to tell me like five, six years ago that, oh, you're going to turn into a big runner, I literally would have laughed. I would be like, there's no way. Like I despised long distance running. But I had the mindset when I started out, and again, as you mentioned, like don't go out trying to be a superhero like you're going to hurt yourself. Like I started very, you know, uh, specific with what my goals were at that time. It's all relative, you know? Mm. I'm not going to go out and run... 20 miles in one week. Now I could, but I would probably end up getting injured. Right. But now 20 miles to me Sorry. this week. Uh-oh, we got Siri joining us. <laughs> 20 miles to me this this uh point in the the journey is is not that big of a deal. So just recognizing like where you are and where you need to start, but I wanted to pick up running cuz one, it was something that I wasn't great at and I think it was going to add like other things to my tool belt as right. I would say. Like one I'm willing to try new things. This can then bleed into other aspects of my life or just looking back, you know, 10, 20 years from now, hey, I didn't really know what I was doing with running. I picked this up so I could apply that to maybe starting a new business or making a career change, something like that. And then just the overall mental aspect of, okay, running's, you know, a grind. Like you're literally just trapped with your thoughts, which not to make it uh, scary because it's great, <laughs> right. but at, at times, yeah, you could, you can have those like just thoughts where it's like, oh, I don't want to run, but like you literally have to just push through that. And it's amazing to see the body and the mind like overcome some of that. And like I have that like almost every time I go out running, at least for a little bit, but like 
you are finding a way to push through that. You're and that's very You're rewarding. Winning. You're yeah. winning in something like that. Yeah. And that again can be applied to, okay, I'm having a tough day at work. You know, things aren't going my way. You know, a client's upset with me or a coworker didn't like how I handled something like, okay, you can use that mindset to say, okay, this is only temporary. I can try to find a way to overcome this. So again, just tapping into parallels with running into like my other aspects of life. And one of the other things is running. I knew was a long term like plan or goal. Um, There's probably a better way of saying that, but I knew that if I wanted to be successful at running, it was going to take a very, very long time. And like, again, I can apply that to other aspects of my life, such as being a good podcaster or being a good, you know, business owner. Like it's going to take time. I'm not going to go out and just overnight be a success. So like this is helping me establish or build a foundation for other things that I want to do in my life. So that's why like I've really enjoyed running and like I'm already seeing it benefit in other aspects of my life absolutely you get me fired up yeah Yeah, Yeah, you're getting fired up (laughs) i uh i think they the the purpose behind it and why you did it is super cool i i I would say like really what sticks out to me in that in that everything you just said is that you un like you understood it was going to take time Mm -hmm. but no matter what else is going on in your day like it's a it's a place that you can win yep and, and, and this can apply to like running or or your time in the gym or anything like that. I think running is a very, it's a very like, because I, I don't know, you can't go to the gym and be like, okay, like I'm going to, I win if I did seven sets of curls. But like in running, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to run three, like let's say it's three miles. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get, I'm going to run this. No matter what else happened today, I'm going to finish that three miles, right? I'm going to, I'm going to finish that. And that was a win. Yep. And it sounds like just such a great way to, to, push yourself to pile up wins and like to build character, right? Hell I mean, yeah. You're building character. Like you're pushing through shit that you don't want to, I mean, nobody could tell me like, especially when you first start off, probably you're always pushing through it. Like right. the beginning is like, you're pushing through, every single day is pushing through it. Right. Because, you know, I can tell you, I ran, like, I ran last night and like two miles was pretty relatively, I ran them slow. I think they're like nine forty five miles, but I had to push. I mean, I'm still pretty tired. I two miles. I'm not. I'm not running a lot, but like doing that every day. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, man! Like, and and so I guess one of the things I want to ask you, and I know we're getting kind of long on time, but I, I think it's a good a good thing to ask us. And I've actually asked like, asked you this before: is like, how would you say somebody wants to get into a running routine? Right? Sure. For any reason, there's a million reasons, but they want to say, okay, I want to. I don't care. It's not necessarily. Uh, maybe they don't say I want to run a marathon, but they're like, I. That sounds like something that would be good for me, right? Sure. Well, how do you like? Where do you get started? Like, do you start? Like, did you start off small and get bigger? Do you like? Did you did you follow a plan or did you just wing it? I mean, what? Yeah, fantastic question. So to start, I would definitely say I, I winged it. You know. I just would go out and start with, let's say, a one-mile run uh, three to five times a week on average, so three to five miles a week. Um, Didn't think much about it. Looking back, like what I did in those early days is I would run like 
hard each time. And that's something that you don't want to do. Really? Like I would go out and run 100% each time. I mean, again, you can do it, but like that's where, you know, people say, oh, running so bad on your body, like it can hurt your knees, your joints, etc." cetera. Uh-huh. And like, if you want to get better in terms of running quicker, longer, like you got to build up the right cardio and i don't know all the fancy terms i'm still learning like there's a lot out there but you don't want to be running 100 every single time like you need to understand that there are certain heart rates that you want to be in on certain days it's fat no it's fascinating i didn't know that either for like the first year or so but yeah to, to answer your question like i just started out just randomly going out on my own and then that's where i just i've always been that type of person we we both have shared this where i'm just being a continual learner i'm always asking questions so i did some research online as you recommended too with just lifting weights like do some google searching like look at you know youtube channels plenty of good fitness people out there on instagram too Uh, so that's where i started to kind of learn a little bit more and be a little bit uh strategic with my my running and then i stumbled upon a program by uh hal higdon i believe is his name and that's where i kind of then stuck to his plan for a half marathon and again i built my way up and that's where i was recommending like hey if you're willing because cole reached out to me a couple weeks back saying like hey i'm thinking about so hard well i think you said you wanted to do a triathlon dude it could have just been like cole i believe in you maybe start hearing he said he's like Good luck. I didn't say that. I think I literally said said something like that. He's like, I'm not your podcast partner anymore. You suck. (laughs) I definitely did not say that. I said, Cole, I love your attitude. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's going to be a little bit more uh, than you can handle to to start. And you gave me good advice, though, on it. Yeah, right. But I'm speaking, yeah, just from my personal experience. But yeah, I found his program, Hal Higdon. So uh, if anyone wants to Google search him, if you're interested in, in starting up something, uh, he's someone that I recommend, but there's plenty of other things out there. There's even local programs or running clubs that you can get involved with. That's the other thing, and I'm kind of going off the the beaten path here, is I run alone. I've never trained with a, a training group. Like Some people are like, that's crazy. But anyhow, uh, I started, again, with I want to run a half marathon. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Like So basically, to anyone out there, what are your goals? Maybe it's I want to run my first 10K, which I believe is like 6.2 two miles or so, um, where I want to run a 5k, which is 3.1, 3.2 miles or something like that. Um, so what are my goals? What do I want to start with? So for me, it was starting with, and I guess I really, uh, I am skipping over some of the earlier days where, yeah, I wanted to just start with my, my 5k and 10k right. too. And then I built up the next milestone was a half marathon. And at first when I ran my, my first half marathon, I'm like, okay, this is it. There's no need for me to go prove that I can run 26.2. But then after like just two days after finishing, I'm like, well, why not? Like right. there, there's more out there for me. Um, and again, that's not for everyone. So that's where I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to do a full marathon. And this was back in 2020. And there's a big marathon here in Cincinnati called the Flying Pig. And that got canceled or post. No, it got canceled because of COVID. Uh, but I still trained, like I was still like planning on, like I was actually going to run it and I ran one unofficially. Um, and then I called it marathon season two, fast forwarding to 2021, preparing for the flying pig here in Cincinnati. Um, and was able to run my first official marathon and it didn't go as planned. I mean, it's all relative. 
uh, three hours and 51 minutes. I was shooting for 315 to 330, and okay. I was on track. I think I've shared this with you. Maybe I haven't. Yeah. Did, have I shared no, this with you? So I had to take two bathroom breaks on the back half of the run. I knew, so I woke up that morning and I was not able to go to the bathroom, like number two. Okay. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, okay, this is only going to be a matter of time where hey, I have this to go is to the bathroom. A problem. Right. I was able to make it surprisingly about 16 miles in. So I had about 10 miles remaining, but around that, yeah, 16 mile marker. I was like, oh no, this is not oh, good. Like my stomach, tough. my stomach hurt. So I ran to a porta potty, and thankfully they do have porta potties stationed all throughout. But like that was literally on my mind. I'm like, where's the next porta potty? So I was able to go into a porta potty, but false false alarm. So I'm like, okay, my stomach still hurts. Like what? Like you you're know, cramping my, basically. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, I got to get out there because like I kept looking down at my watch, and that was probably like five minute pit stop. Um, and I was able to make it probably another, I'd say three quarters of a mile, maybe not that far. Um, and I was able to finally go to the bathroom there, but I would say between that first pit stop and that pit stop, I lost at least 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes. Which is minutes. like critical for your time. Well, right. Exactly. Cause if you look at my, uh, first, uh, 13.1, I was running around a 17 or a, a seven mile and 15 second pace or something. So seven I was minute, gonna, 15 seconds. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was crushing it. Um, and then, yeah, obviously at the 16 mile marker, it kind of fell apart and then miles 20 to 26, uh, I was kind of dehydrated. So I know no one really probably cares about all these details, but I'm very passionate about it. I needed to make sure that I was hydrating myself and I wasn't properly. Like in the past with all my training, I would have a backpack on. Okay. And that's something I'm going to do this time around when I'm actually running the, yeah, the official one. I do that all the time when I'm actually running and training on my own, but I didn't do that for the race. I thought that I would be fine and I'd be able to, you know, uh, rip those Gatorade shots or whatever the heck they are at the, yeah. the, the tables. But yeah, that was another thing that I learned. But anyhow, yeah, the, to answer your question, yeah, three hours and 51 minutes, and I wanted to do much better. And one day I'm trying to run a sub three, which would make me qualify for Boston. I try to run, I want to run a sub seven. That's what I, I don't think I can even crawl across the finish. No, that's, that's I don't impressive. even remember the last time I walked, I walked 26. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. My my first goal. I'm gonna set a goal for myself right now. I'll run a 10k this summer. Okay, all right. I love it. Yeah. I still think you could run. Well, it's getting probably a little bit late, but you could probably do a a half marathon. I shoot with a 10k. Yeah, no, I like it. I shoot right, with right, a 10k. Right, right. right. I mean that I can definitely do. It. I think I can definitely do that. But I want to run. You to, should I just be- go running with me a couple of times. And I think you at, reached out about that too. Yeah, and I, I don't like, know about that. Shot that down. Well, I don't know about that because like I'm running, dude, a seven minute mile. Like you say that, like it's like oh, like, like dude, you're like po- like seven to eight minutes. That's, dude, I'm running like five minute miles every every now and then. <laughs> dude, that's a fast mile. No, it is. Yeah. I mean that's like that's holding that's not like that's not a jog. Well, yeah, like, no, it's a sprint, but yeah. I'm not I'm not sustaining that. All right, well I'm, no, probably, I'm saying the seven, even a seven or eight minute mile is a fast paced jog. No, it it is it is like it you is. don't see like people you normally see running on the sides of the roads aren't running at a seven or eight minute mile pace. They're running at like a ten minute mile pace. Probably, yeah, that sounds about right. Hayden's over there like sprinting past. I'm like waving, <laughs> flicking them off. Wait, <laughs> all right, I know I get I, I digress. I think we wrap things up. This was another. 
awesome episode. As you can tell, we're very passionate about what we're talking about. A lot of what we shared here is more so opinions, but definitely a lot of facts in there as well. Would love to have some fitness experts on, some dietitian uh, folks here in the future. We definitely have uh, been in talks with some people. So we don't only want to just share our opinions or experiences. We do want to bring on some uh, quote unquote experts or people a little bit more knowledgeable. So not only Cole and I can learn from them, but you can learn from them. So just wanted to uh, give you guys a little bit of a heads up that we might have some fun uh, and interesting guests on um, in that area. Mm-hmm. But uh, with that being said, Cole, I'll let you uh, sign off for us. Thank you guys once again for listening. We appreciate it. We appreciate the support. We're getting some, continuing to get some like amazing feedback. Uh, we're just trying to keep it real create value, share what's going on, um, get into some some detail and some stuff, and again, just connect with you guys as listeners and, and, and hopefully provide some some exemplar, exemplary content for you. I like, you like the use of that word? I love it. Yeah, uh, I stumbled over it at first, but we really appreciate you guys once again. So continue to watch, continue to listen, follow, like, engage, share. like, share. Um, get the word out there that we've got we've got some stuff we think is valuable and can be valuable for a lot of other people. So thank you very much. Signing off. Sayonara. Peace. Thanks all.